This episode of Catch, Hook, and Shoot is dedicated to Jerry Jarrett. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the best podcast you've never heard of. My name's Tom. I am your host. Today is Friday, February 24th, 2023. I want to thank everybody for listening, watching, and subscribing on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Just look up Catch, Hook, and Shoot, and you'll be able to find the show. Or head to our link tree, which is linktree slash catch, hook, shoot, or you can scan this little QR code over here in the corner next to me, and you'll have links to our website, all of our social media, our YouTube, all the podcasting platforms, pro wrestling tees and all that kind of fun stuff uh unfortunately starting the show off on another sad note um i'm sure most everybody knows by now last week uh jerry jarrett passed away father of jeff jarrett promoter for many many years um yeah we didn't uh didn't get to talk about it last week last week was our preview show for warrior wrestling so um we didn't uh didn't get to touch on that but uh definitely rest in peace to jerry jarrett um yeah, his contributions to just professional wrestling in general cannot be uh, cannot be overstated. I mean, he you know was uh, like I said, a promoter for many years. Was part of the uh, the group that put on the uh, the Super Clash events. I believe they they called themselves Pro Wrestling USA, uh, trying to combat Vince McMahon on a national level. Um, yeah, ran the. Uh, 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 the Memphis territory for so long with with Jerry Lawler, like I said, the father of Jeff Jarrett, um, one of the one of the founders of TNA, the precursor to Impact Wrestling. So uh, definitely a huge loss to the to the pro wrestling world. So uh, let's get into our usual shenanigans over here, starting everything off this week with our lead story. Lead story for this week, uh, AEW launching another new show. This one's called AEW All Access, and uh, apparently it's going to be starting in March. This was Tony Khan's big announcement that he had on Dynamite this week. Uh, It's going to be like a behind-the-scenes type reality show. Apparently, uh, you know, basically cameras are just following wrestlers around during their their day-to-day lives is what it sounds like. Uh, Adam Cole, Britt Baker, Eddie Kingston, Tony Khan himself uh, are supposed to be part of it. So that's uh, starting in March. I mean, I'll I'll check it out. You know, of course, uh, the haters online are going to talk trash about it. They've already started. Um, But, you know, hey, TBS asked for it, and AEW's delivering it. I mean, if, if you know, a network says, hey, we want this kind of show, and they're offering you X amount of dollars for it as 
somebody who's already got a couple of shows on their on their networks, you're going to be like, sure, <laughs> you know, I, I don't see, uh, you know what, I'll get more into that part of it later, but uh, yeah, AEW All Access starting up uh, next month in March, so uh, like I said, I'm going to check it out, sounds interesting, should be should be worth a watch, so we'll see what it's all about. Moving on, we're going to get into our next segment here, which is, uh, yeah, basically just my personal favorite, what I think was the best match of the week, and that's called the Match of the Week. So my pick for Match of the Week this week is actually one of the matches that Charlie and I covered at uh, Warrior Wrestling last weekend, and that was Joey Janela versus Mike Bennett unbelievable this match to me stole the show I mean I think everybody has their own ideas about what a Joey Janela match is all about you're thinking tables and doors and hardcore stuff you you don't think you know a a technical wrestling match when you think about Joey Janela but that's exactly what this was I mean a lot of you know a lot of ground-based technical style of wrestling. Joey Janela really kind of took a page out of uh, the Arn Anderson playbook, focusing on one part of the body. In, in uh, this case, it was Mike Bennett's back. And at one point in the match, I said, you know, hey, he could probably end this match with a Boston Crab if he, you know, if he wanted to. And not five minutes later, he had Mike Bennett locked in a Boston Crab. Um, now, Bennett did win the match, but uh, yeah, just an an outstanding wrestling match from these two guys. And that's not a big surprise from Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett is a great wrestler, but like I said, you don't think of this kind of match when you think about Joey Janela. And I said it live on commentary, even Jim Cornette would have to respect that match. And you know, he hates Joey Janela, but, um, you know, so definitely a, a pleasant surprise stole the show for me. Just a great sound wrestling match between Joey Janela and Mike Bennett from Warrior Wrestling 28. If you didn't catch the show, it, it's on, uh, uh, oh my God, I forgot the name of their, their streaming server. I think it's Pro Wrestling TV. Yeah, so check it out on there. The the uh, the replay is available on there. Or head over to YouTube or one of the podcasting platforms. The uh, the audio commentary for me and Charlie is posted on all of, all of those platforms too if you just want to listen to it. I think we did a pretty good job keeping up with, uh, keeping up with, calling all the action so uh either way check it out joey janela versus mike bennett from warrior wrestling 28 that is the match of the week moving right along i'm going to get into what were my top three moments of the week and that's called the three count all right so first up on the three count is uh another one from warrior wrestling this past weekend uh brian cage took on casey navarro for the warrior wrestling world championship and uh casey navarro did win by hook or by crook mostly by crook but um the the moment i'm looking at right now actually came at the end of the match now uh, where the event took place was a place here in Chicago called Thalia Hall, which is a concert hall, you know, a music venue, basically. And so it has, around the stage, it has opera boxes, you know, on two levels, lower level and upper level. And uh, so after the match, of course, Brian Cage, um, you know, lost by some uh, some chicanery from from Frank the Clown and his uh, his little brood that he's got going on but uh yeah at one point after the match 
uh, Cage and Navarro had fought into the lower level opera box, which was right above the uh, the timekeepers area, and <laughs> Brian Cage power bombed Casey Navarro out of that opera box and through the timekeeper's table. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a, an awesome visual. If you were watching on pay, on uh, on Pro Wrestling TV, you you heard such a scream from Val Capone and Charlie posted the uh, um the clip of that. Uh, I'll I'll have to share it on the uh, on the podcast page on Facebook. But uh, the the scream from Val Capone when KC went through that table was epic, and it was just an awesome, awesome spot. So uh, make sure to check that out. Uh, number two on the three count from uh, from the elimination chamber and kind of going into Raw the next uh, uh, the next the following Monday, uh, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Uh, fantastic match between these two. Roman Reigns did retain. The WWE Universal Championship uh, had a little bit of interference from Jimmy Uso. Jey Uso actually showed up too, but he was very hesitant. Roman wanted him to uh, hit Sammy with the chair. Jey wouldn't do it. Roman started pushing Jey around the ring. It looked like Jey was going to snap back at Roman, but right at that same moment, Sammy got up, went for a spear on Roman. Roman sidestepped him, and he hit Jey. So we'll have to see how uh, how that's going to play out on SmackDown later tonight. Also saw the return of Kevin Owens. Uh, kind of came out to help out Sami Zayn a little bit, so Sami didn't catch a total beatdown, but Roman still ended up uh, ended up retaining the title. And then on Raw, Sami Zayn called KO out, asked for his help taking on the Bloodline. KO basically turned him down and said, "Hey, if you want help, go go to your buddy Jay." So kind of kind of waiting to see how how this is all gonna play out. I think, my personal opinion, I think we're gonna see Sami and KO end up teaming up. Some way or another, but we'll have to wait and see. And third up on the three count, um, I should just start calling this part promo of the week because it always seems to be a promo in here, but uh, MJF and Brian Danielson. My God, MJF, it, he I will continue to say it. He is the best heel in wrestling right now, one of the best on the microphone. The, I think the only person in wrestling that's better on the microphone than MJF is Paul Heyman. You know, because uh, MJF just knows how to get heat, knows how to make people hate him, knows the right things to say, the right buttons to push to to get people to just want to murder him. And, you know, people, uh, for some reason, people always compare him to The Miz. I don't know why. I really don't know why. I mean, Miz is great on the mic, too. Miz is a good heel. But Miz is more, I don't I don't want to say he's a comedy, comedy heel, because he is you know, a serious wrestler and stuff like that. He's not just comic relief, but Miz takes his promos more the comedy route, I guess is what I'm trying to say, where MJF takes it the personal route. Like the in this promo this week, he went after Danielson's kids, calling them by name, and it was just like, my God, as, as a father myself, yeah, I would have jumped on him and beat the shit out of him too. So just a, a great, great segment on Dynamite between MJF and, uh, and Brian Danielson. So let's get into the uh, news and rumors and all that kind of fun stuff for this week. Um, yeah, after the Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania is definitely beginning to take shape. Um, Asuka won the Women's Elimination Chamber, so she will be facing Bianca Belair. Um, on the Men's Elimination Chamber, 
Uh, Austin Theory retained the U.S. title with some help from Logan Paul. It got down to uh, Austin Theory and Seth Rollins were the last two in the uh, in the chamber, and Logan Paul came down and got involved in the match, uh, enabling Theory to retain. So they're definitely, to me, it seems like they're definitely setting up Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins for WrestleMania, which I think will be you know a pretty good match. I mean, as much as I am not a fan of Logan Paul. I, I can't deny his his ability in the ring, his athleticism and that kind of stuff. And he's obviously put the work in as far as training to be to be a pro wrestler. So I can't take that away from him. I'm I'm not a fan of him as a person. I, I you know, but uh, you know, can't take anything away from from his athletic skills. Put it that way. So yeah, I'm thinking that's probably going to be a WrestleMania match. Uh, Bobby Lashley did manage to beat Brock Lesnar at the Elimination Chamber, but it was by disqualification. Brock hit Lashley with a low blow when Lashley was going for the Hurt Lock. And then on Raw, MVP threw out a challenge to Lesnar for WrestleMania for Omos. So kind of interesting. I thought they were going to go the route of uh, Lashley and Lesnar. I mean, that's definitely a WrestleMania-quality match for Omos to go in there. Um, I, I mean, hell, I wouldn't mind seeing Omos versus, uh, versus Lesnar. You know, I, I just want to see if Lesnar can F5 him. And, I mean, I don't know. I'm wondering, can, uh, can Lesnar German suplex an F5, a guy that's seven foot three and 400 plus pounds? You know, he did it to, uh, did it to Braun Strowman, but, uh, Omos is a little bit bigger than Braun. So be, be an interesting match if that's, uh, if that's how it plays out. Um, yeah, obviously we've got uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte already set for WrestleMania. Roman and Cody's already set for WrestleMania. The the Sammy and KO bloodline thing is still kind of kind of playing itself out. I think we're eventually gonna see probably Sammy and KO versus the Usos for the tag titles. Uh, but there's still that dissension in the bloodline with Jey Uso. Um, so how's that going to play out? And there's still a lot of moving parts before we get to WrestleMania, which isn't really that far off. I mean, we're just over a month away. So um, then also from Elim- Elimination Chamber, Edge and Beth Phoenix defeated uh, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. And then Edge uh, answered Austin Theory's open challenge for the U.S. title on Raw. Uh, but, you know, of course, we saw interference from the Judgment Day from Finn Balor, so that has definitely not uh, not been resolved. So we may see Edge and Finn one more time at WrestleMania. Uh, wouldn't surprise me at all, and I would not have a problem with it. Those are two of two of my personal favorites in wrestling. Ed, Edge is in my top five all time as far as favorites go, so I'm never going to complain about Edge versus Finn Balor. Um, yeah, we also also saw Lita return um, with uh, with Becky Lynch and lay down a challenge to damage control for the tag team titles, which Bailey accepted. So, you know, could could we be seeing um, new women's tag team champions and and Becky Lynch and Lita could be uh, could be interesting. I know you know Lita Lita definitely has another title run left in her. You know, so uh, hopefully hopefully we'll get to see that. Then we got some more results from this weekend. There was a couple of a couple other big events going on. One was the uh, New Japan Battle in the Valley. We saw Kenta defeat Fred Rosser for the uh, the Strong Openweight Championship, and kind of take a little dig at CM Punk, who was there for uh, for the event, uh, saying, "I hope my number one fan enjoyed seeing a real GTS." Because of course, Kenta, the innovator of the Go to Sleep, and Punk uh, used obviously the same move for many years. 
So kind of kind of interesting. Uh, Eddie Kingston defeated Jay White in a loser leaves town match. So Jay White is out of New Japan, and there's been tons of rumors swirling about Jay White that uh, the WWE uh, wants to sign him. So I guess we'll have to see. I I don't know. I don't know if Jay White is known well enough among casual wrestling fans to give him a big debut at WrestleMania. So I'm curious to see how that would play out if the WWE signs him. You know, who knows if that's actually going to happen. And then we had another title change. Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks, defeated Kyrie Sane for the IWGP Women's World Championship. And uh, there's a lot of talk about, about Mercedes, too. Um, from, uh, from herself saying that, you know, she is a free agent. She can go anywhere with that title. She is not signed exclusively to new Japan. And Scott Demore has said, you know, he wants, he wants her an impact. They, they want Mercedes versus Mickey James. I think that would be a hell of a match. I would love to see that. So hopefully they can make it happen. I mean, IWGP women's champion versus the knockouts champion. That's, you know, where, where sign me up, where, where can I see this? Okay, uh, some other some other stuff going on for uh, AEW Revolution that we heard about on uh, on Wednesday. Jericho is finally going to get in the ring with Ricky Starks one on one. The Jericho Appreciation Society is going to be banned from ringside. They signed that match for Revolution just this past week on uh, on Dynamite, and Ricky Starks kind of uh, yeah kind of talked Jericho into a corner and didn't uh, you know didn't leave him much of a choice, and Jericho. Uh, obviously accepted, so we're going to see that one. And, uh, yeah, the uh, winners of the Tag Team Battle Royale were Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Uh, so they're going to be part of the Tag Team Championship match at, at Revolution, which is going to be a four-way match. The Guns defending against the Acclaimed, uh, as well as against Jarrett and Lethal now. And then there's one more Tag Team Battle Royale coming up next week to uh, determine the fourth team in that four-way match. And uh, another match I want to make mention of from Dynamite was uh, Sky Blue versus Soraya. I I was so excited, honestly, when I heard about this match because Sky Blue, obviously, Charlie and I have called some of her matches a warrior. She she's a Chicago girl, and uh, you know, so seeing her get a high profile match like that. I mean, we just saw Sky last weekend at Warrior. Uh, she didn't have a match, but she had a run-in during the uh, the women's match, and uh, so getting to see her on Dynamite prime time against Soraya, that's just a, an amazing accomplishment for her to uh, to be put in that spot, to be given that opportunity, and she definitely didn't disappoint. So gotta gotta give a huge huge shout out to Sky Blue. Um, you know, and they had had a great match. I mean, it wasn't super long. It, you know, they weren't leaping off of balconies or anything like that. But it was a solid wrestling match. And like I said, just an amazing, uh, amazing to see somebody who, like I said, Charlie and I have called matches for and met and had a chance to talk to a little bit at, at Warrior to to see her on Dynamite against one of the top women's stars of the last decade is just um, amazing again so huge huge props to sky blue for uh for you know getting that opportunity and just just running with it so just absolutely awesome job for her so right now i am going to uh step back a little bit and throw it over to charlie g and he is here with your indie cut I don't know if you 
like podcasts or if you don't like podcasts. But damn it, the ending cut with Charlie G. If you don't like podcasts, you're about to like podcasts. Go watch the ending cut with Charlie G, damn it. It's the finest podcast amongst all podcasts. Thank you, Tom and the Briscoe Brothers. Hey, the wrestling friends. I'm Charlie G with this past week's, past two weeks indie cut. Uh, first off, I'd like to say thank you to everyone at Warrior Wrestling 28. Uh, from Principal Steve, Eric, Val, the wrestlers, even Trevor Outlaw, uh, to the staff of Talia Hall, whom they all made us feel welcome back. Uh, couldn't be happy to be back. Um, uh, I can't thank them enough, or Tom for that matter, uh, without him, I wouldn't be doing any of this, so uh, again, thank you to everyone. Uh, I can't wait to see what comes along in the upcoming shows, and uh, for us as well, I mean, uh, we're, it seems like we're gaining a lot of ground, so I can't thank uh, Tom enough for this amazing wrestling adventure we're on, so uh, enough for that, let's begin with Friday, February 10th. And Freelance Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Uh, from the Logan Square Auditorium here in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we had Cole Radrick defeat Acid Jazz, Chico Suave, Coda Hernandez, Sam Beal, and the Sorta Incredible Iverson. Uh, Craig Mitchell defeated Izo Orlandi. Kylie Ray defeated Sandra Moon. For the Freelance World Tag Titles. Uh, the champions, August Matthews and Davey Bang, defeated Trey McGill and Zachary Wentz. An outstanding tag match. Uh, Devin Monroe defeated Heather Monroe. And for the Freelance World title in a gauntlet match, uh, Storm Grayson defeated Darren Corbin, GPA, and the champion, Robert Anthony. Even with the help of that Frank the Clown, Storm is your Freelance champion and also your Freelance Underground champion. So congrats to him. Got to meet him at, at Warrior, uh, got an autograph, got his baseball card. It's pretty cool. It's right in front of me. Uh, cool guy. Don't know why he's with the clown, but uh, check him out at Freelance. He's a lot better guy there. <laughs> and check him out when he's in uh, WWE. He's, uh, I noticed he was a security guard one day. I forgot to tell him that I saw. And so he's moving up, so that's really cool. Uh, so we move to uh, Major League Wrestling and Lucha Libre. AAA and Promotiones EMW. Not sure if this has been seen yet, so sorry if I'm spoiling anything. For the Reign of the Reigners title and a four way match, champion Taya Valkyrie defeated La Hydra, Dalis, and Sexy Star. In a tag match, Bestia 666 and Mecha Wolf defeated Abysmal Nargo Jr. and Tauros. And in a six man tag, this had to be great. Vikingo, Psycho Clown, and Ray Horos defeated Gringo Loco, Johnny Caballero, and Sam Adonis. Holy cow. Man, I want to see that match. Uh, Johnny Caballero is uh, John Morrison, Johnny Warrior, Johnny, you name the promotion, he'll uh, change his last name. Uh, down to Mexico and CMLL. Uh, they have a tournament going on. I'm not going to even try and pronounce it. So we had Averno and Mystical defeat Rocky Romero and Valador Jr. And then another semifinal is Soberano Jr. and Templario defeating Dragon Roja Jr. and Titan. Uh, on to Saturday, February 11th. 
Yes, this will be long, folks. Let's take it easy. Uh, Sari, February 11th, Tokyoshi Pro. Uh, Hikari Noah and Janai Kai. It's good to see wrestling over in Japan. Getting some more uh, reps in. Uh, they defeated Rika Tatsumi and Yuki Aino. Uh, Mizuki and Yuki Sakazaki defeated Miyu Watanabe and Suzumi. And for their Futara Wa Princess Max Heart Tournament final match, uh, Maki Ito and Miyu Yamashita uh, defeated Hyper Masao and Soka Nakajima. So, good match there. Uh, down to Australia and Melbourne City Wrestling, the house always wins. Uh, we had, in a tag team title match, Slex and Tommy Knight retained against Velocities of Jude London and Perra da Silva. Uh, they will be appearing at Warrior 29 in uh, Grand Rapids, so uh, good to see them in the States, and I uh, can't wait to see how that match is against Top Flight. I heard they're both, I mean, they're both great tag teams. I've never seen Velocities, so I can't wait to see that match. Uh, to the Warrior Wrestling title match, which then made it the World title match, champion Casey Navarro defeated uh, Mick Moretti. Uh, to retain. Of course, y'all know it if you listen to the show on Saturday. And then also for the MCW World Heavyweight title, Buddy Matthews defeated champion Mitch Waterman to become new champion. So Buddy is champion in Australia, so congrats to him. Uh, back here in the States, and we have Rise Wrestling. Uh, Queen Amanada defeated Scarlet. And for the Rise Grand Title, champion Edric Everhart Defeated Brian Pillman Jr. So nice to see he's still working some uh, indies. Uh, to Jersey City Wrestling and GCW. Uh, this is their J-Cup. Uh, I'm just going to go to the semis and the finals. So for first semifinal is Jordan Otter defeating Joy Janela. And Mike Bailey defeated Blake Christian. So for their vacant uh, Jersey Jersey Championship Wrestling title and the J Cup. Uh, Jordan Oliver defeated Mike Bailey. Very cool show. I got to watch both ends of that show. So check that out if you can. Uh, excuse me. It's a little cold here today. Uh, back here to LaSalle, Illinois, and Dream Wave in with the out crowd uh, at the Knights of Columbus Hall on IWTV. So I got to see some of this. Thankfully, uh, we had Brew Baker and CJ Esparza defeated Chris, Chris Castro and Matt Nix. Jay Fowler defeated Axel Rico. Mike Bennett defeated Nick Aldis. That was actually pretty shocking, I guess you could say, but Mike's really good anyway, so Bennett be defeated Nick Aldis. Hammerstone defeated Lindsay Dorado. Uh, check out Hammerstone's uh, Twitter. Uh, there's a very cool picture of him hitting a dropkick. And the, the style of this very cool photo of that. So check that out. For the Dreamwave alter alternative title four-way match, champion Gringo Loco defeated Black Taurus. Vikingo Henry Horos. Outstanding match. I loved it. And uh, I think uh, Ray Horos got, uh, took the pin. Uh, but yeah, I have those four in action. Uh, awesome to see. Uh, Dan the Dad defeated Eric Cannon. And then for the Dreamwave World title, 
Uh, Christian Rowe was defeated champion Vic Capri to become new champion. Uh, also on the show was Shane Douglas, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Raven, uh, I think, and Tommy Dreamer. I forgot who they beat up. It was so long ago, <laughs> but that was a cool spot. Then see Shane, uh, Tommy, and Raven all in the ring and Hacksaw. Very cool moment there. Over to Seattle, Washington, and Defy Year Six uh, for the Defy Women's Title. Uh, Danica Diehard defeated Champion for Vixen by DQ, so no title change there. Uh, for the Defy Tag Team Titles, Champions Matt Warner and Matthew Justice defeated Eddie Pearl and Ricky Gibson. Nick Wayne defeated Cody Chahoon. Uh, for the Defy World title, champion Swerve Strickland defeated Titus Alexander. And John Moxley and Schaff defeated Davey Richards and Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, that had to be great. Uh, that's on, on demand, so I have not seen it yet. Down to Mexico and AAA. Uh, Aerostar and Aramis defeated Ante. Antifez de Norte and La Parker Negra. Uh, La Flamer defeated Dalis, Marv, Lady Marvia, Taya Valkyrie, and Estrelita. Puma King and Toscano defeated Vampiro and Willie Mack. And for the world uh, trios title, uh, Bestia de Ring, Rouge, and Rey Escorpion uh, took on. Equatero, Forstero, and Sansan to a no contest. Of course, they're, they're, they're going to lead up to Chokemania uh, pretty soon. On to Sunday, February 12th. Stardom Triangle Derby continues. So we had Ruaka, Starlight Kit, and Harak, Haruka Imasaki get their six point. And Julia, My Sakura, and Tekla got their six point as well. Uh, defeating uh, Hameka, Micah, and Lady C. Uh, so, faction, non-faction there. To England and World for Wrestling. Super Clash 2023. Uh, Zaya Brookside defeated Myla Grace. Uh, to Spain and Tyrus Wrestling Snowball uh, number 13. Carlos Romo defeated Azar. Back up to England and Progress Wrestling Chapter 149, Establish Your Love. Hallie Catch defeated Seth and Mar Martina. Alex Falcon, Alexis Falcon, and Millie McKenzie defeated Lizzie Evo and Nina Samuels. Warren Banks defeated Kit Lycos. For the Progress Tag Titles, Champions Chuck Mambo and TK Cooper defeated Charlie Sterling and Nick Rowley. Oh, actually, it was a double countout, my fault there. Uh, then in a four-way match, uh, Maggot defeated Tate Mayfair, Mayfair's 2-Bit and Warhorse. Yep, Warhorse actually made the progress, so congrats to him. Uh, and Luke Jacobs defeated Kid Lycos II. All the way on to Thursday, February 16th. Demand uh, Lucha Plancha Tendencies from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, a lucha match in Toronto, right? Uh, Space Monkey defeated Marcus Mathers. For the Demand Lucha Openly title, champion Jody Threat defeated Jimmy Lloyd. Arrow Boy defeated Manders. Uh, Sam Adonis defeated Jake Evans. 
And for the Lucha Premier title, champion Gringo Loco, Gringo Loco defeated Joey Janela in a great hard-fought hard battle. Uh, you check that out. If you can't, it's on IWTV. Uh, to Friday, February 17th, and Stardom Derby Triangle continues. Just the winners again. Uh, Momo Watanabe, Natsuka Toro, and Saki Kashima got their 8th point. Uh, Nani Takahashi, Yuna Mizumori, and Yu got their 11th. Uh, Hazuki, Kaguma, and Saeeda got their 6th. Uh, Micah Ozaki, Maya Yukai, and Ram, Ram Kaicho got their 10th. Uh, Natsupori, Tam Nakano, and Saki got their 10th. And Hiragi, Kuruma, Risa Sera, and Suzu, Suzu, Suzu Suzuki got their 10th as well. Uh, back here in the States, in Chicago style wrestling from Franklin Park, Illinois. Wild at Heart on IWTV. For their CSW Highway title, champion Axel Rico defeated TJ Steele. Cypher uh, defeated Doom Montgomery. Vic Capri defeated JJ Garrett. Uh, in a five-way scramble match, Steve Boz defeated Chris Miller, Cody James, Greg Murray, and Joe, Joey Mayberry. Uh, then WA champion Camille defeated, defeated Shelly Benson. Uh, like I said on the show, Sky could not make it. Uh, hard tough to see that. That would have been nice to see how she could have done against Camille and Shelly. And then in the main event was Blake Christian defeating Marche Rocket. Um, to AAW Legacy 2023 from the Berwyn Eagles Club on the HighSpots.com network. Good luck. Uh, Conan Lycan, Joe Orlando, and Salomon Tapu, Tupu defeated Crash Jackson, Damian Chambers, and Isaiah Moore. Uh, Heather Reckless and Sierra defeated Misa Kate and Queen Amanada. Uh, Josh Alexander defeated Rent Jones. Salas Young defeated uh, Nels Garvin. Further AAW Heritage title, champion Davey Vega defeated Mike Bennett. Further AAW Tag Titles, champions Calvin Tankman and Josh C defeated Hakeem Zane and Kareem. Karam? Yeah, Karam. Yeah. In a four match, Gringo Loco defeated Aramis, Black Toros, and Brayden Lee. That'd be something else. Uh, then in the main event, it was Drake Something picking Joey Janela, so Joey made another show. Uh, and they defeated Mance Warner and Manders. So pretty cool there. Uh, two, Las Vegas and V. Violence and Suffering team went GCW, Jimmy Lloyd's All Grown Up as a birthday show. Uh, so we had Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne defeated uh, Ariz and Commander. Very cool match there. Uh, Cole Radrick defeated Dante Leon. In a coffin match, Cyclope defeated Matthew Justice. Mike Bailey defeated Mino Extremo. Uh, Dark Sheik <laughs> defeated Santana Jackson. That was some type of match. <laughs> and then in a no, no ropes barbed wire death match, of course, uh, Jimmy Lloyd really messed up Effie, I gotta say. Effie's back looked uh, gnarly. Yeah. Up to Portland, Oregon, and Prestige rest Reality unfolds. Uh, Sandra Moon defeated Amira and Brokavik. Uh, KZY defeated Adam Brooks. 
uh, Alan Angels defeated Jaden. Uh, Masa Slamovich defeated uh, Liza Hall uh, for the Prestige title and PWR Remix title. Champion Alex Shelley defeated Sanico. And then in a no canvas, no ropes, barbed wire death match, and boy was it, uh, Drexel defeated Akira. Up to Canada and Real Canadian Wrestling, International Chaos. Uh, Arrow Boy defeated, uh, I mean, Arrow Boy team with Gabriel Lestat to defeat Harry and Abbott and Ty Jackson. Uh, staying in Canada, we have uh, Bret Hart's Sons promotion, Dungeon Wrestling, uh, Doomsday. So Raj Singh defeated Michael Allen, Richard Clark. Uh, Zoe Sagar defeated Nicole Matthews. And a six-man tag, Harry Smith and Billington Bulldogs of Mark Billington and Thomas Billington uh, defeated Bruno Blanco, Carew, and Michael Blah, Blay for their World Midway, Middle Mid Heavyweight Title Contendership match. Mo Jabari defeat, uh, defeated C.K. Crimson by DQ, and for the Stu Hart Heritage Title Champion Nick Aldis defeated Chris Masters. So very cool to see there. Can't hope to get to see those shows. Not sure how I can yet. Down to Mexico and CMLL. Uh, yeah, let's say this. Angel Dororo, uh, Cavernario, Rocky Romero, and Titan defeated Gran Guerrero, Uro Culo, and Ultimo Guerrero, and Valier Jr. Two falls to zero. And further, Tornillo, Incredible, the Peros. Final match, sorry if I destroyed that name, Averno and Mystical defeated Soberano Jr. and Templario. On to Saturday, February 18th, Tokyo Pro. Uh, the winner's circuit. Uh, uh, now Kakuda defeated Huno Neko and Pam Harajuku. Uh, Mizuki, Yuka Sakazaki, and Raku defeated Nihiro Kiru. Yuki Kamafuku and Maki Ito. Sorry, I see her lose there. For the International Princess title, champion Mio Watanabe defeated Janai Kai in a very outstanding match between those two. In a tag match, Mio Yamashita and Yuki Arai defeated Aja Kong and Moko Miyamoto. Uh, yeah, they're setting up something for Yuki and Aja, which is very weird, but can't wait to see what happens, right? Back here in the States, in Crown Point, Indiana, Black Label Pro Love Stinks. This is show one of the day. This is the one that was at 4 o'clock. Uh, Dan the Dad defeated Trevor Outlaw, who was with August Matthews and Davey Bang. What the heck is going on with all these promotions, sir? <laughs> Too much cross-promoting there. Trevor's not friends with them in freelance, but yet in Black Label Pro. Gotta love wrestling, right, fans? In a four-way match, Isaiah Moore defeated Carlos Romo, La Australia, and Trick Davis. Aramis defeated Marcus Mathers. Kevin Blackwood defeated Trish Adora. In a hardcore match, yeah, Joey had a hardcore match hours before Warrior Wrestling. Holy cow. Joey Janela defeated Paul Lee. For the Black Label Pro Midway's title, champion Joshua Bishop defeated Dominic Greeny. For Black Label Pro Tag Team titles, Champion August Matthews and Davey Bang uh, defeated the Space Pirates, Shane Saber and Space Monkey. Nice to see them back in action. It's been a long time coming. 
I do the COVID rules and all that good stuff, and I see them back. And then at the show, it was at 7 o'clock, or 8 o'clock, however you might put it. Uh, Black Leather Pro, all my friends are enemies. Uh, Darren Fly and Nate Kabat Coben defeated uh, Matt Brannigan and Megabyte Ronnie. So he's still around wrestling, that's nice. Uh, Calvin Tankman defeated the one called Manders. Eli Isom defeated Errol Starr. Six-man tag, Alex Crowley. Adam Slade and Braden Bradley Prescott defeated Matt Nix, Darius Luttrell, and Coda Hernandez. KZY defeated Trey Lamar. And for the Black Leather Pro heavyweight title in a street fight, champion Billy Starks defeated her boyfriend, Brogan Finley. So that had to be pretty awesome there. Uh, then I got home in time to see half of the New Japan Battle and Valley show. Yeah, I just kept on watching wrestling fans. Uh... So, the matches we did not see. Uh, Kevin Knight, Kushida, the DKC, and Valdor Jr. Uh, defeated Adrian Quest, Jock Alexander, Masquerita Dorada, and Rocky Romero. Pretty cool there. Further openweight strong title, Kenta defeated champion Fred Roster to become the champion. And Kenta won this with CM Punk in attendance. Very interesting there. Uh, for their openweight tag titles, uh, champions Alex Shelley and Chris Saban defeated Jarrell Nelson and Royce Isaacs. And a loser leaves New Japan Wrestling. Uh, I guess I was wrong. Uh, Eddie Kingston defeated Jay White. So I guess Jay White is headed to WWE faster than I thought. Uh, so, I see Eddie win. This is a very cool match. I got home just inside time to see this one. Um... Yeah, Jay White is out of New Japan and uh, no longer will no longer return. I doubt that it's possible because everyone returns to New Japan at some point in time. So uh, Jay White's on now. Uh, then a filthy rules fight match. Tom Lawler defeated Homicide for the New Japan World TV title. Champion Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Clark Connors for the IWGP Women's title. Mercedes Monet defeated Kurt. <laughs> Kirai, yeah, he's great. Kirai, yeah. Kyrie, my fault there. Kyrie, yeah, an outstanding match. And then for the IWGP World Heavyweight title, champion Kenzuko Okada defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi. So, nice way to end the night. Even though GCW is still going on, middle of the night. <laughs> uh, Tony Deppin defeated Alec Price, Cole Radrick, Eli Everfly. Jimmy Lloyd and Starberry Charlie. Nick Wayne defeated Matt Cardona. Interesting there. Uh, Gringo Loco and took with Latigo and Toxine defeated Ariz, Jack Cartwheel, and Mago. So Ariz was able to make a show since he could not, since he was off of Warrior 28. For that Jersey City Wrestling title, Jordan Oliver retained against Mance Warner. Uh, Charles Mason defeated Ali Ketch. For the GCW Tag Titles, uh, Champion Cyclope and Mido Extremo defeated uh, the Bollywood Boys of Guru Shiro and Harf Shiro. Uh, Leo Rush defeated Commander. That was a fun match. Blake Christian defeated Willie Mack. And Blake tried to tear Willie Mack uh, to smithereens, but uh, was interrupted. And then for the GCW World Title, Champion Nick Gage defeated Mike Bailey. 
and fans, if if there's a wrestler around you and there's no guardrails, leave them alone. Jeez, you know, give me a break. Uh, down to Big Lucha, Love and Blood. Uh, Jack in a Bull Terrier match. Jack Evans defeated Gravity. And Bandito team with Flamita to defeat Emperor Dura Azteca and Porto de Oro. There, let's keep going. Uh, Sunday, February 19th, in stardom. This a regular show. Uh, Lady C defeated Rina, so she finally won another match. Uh, let's go to Marie, Maria May and Mina Sirkawa defeating Hanan and Saida. And a 10 woman tag match. Julia, Hameka, Micah, Maisakura, and Tekla defeated Momo Watanabe, Atsuka Toro. Ruaka, Saki Kishima, and Starlight Kid. Then over to England, Red Pearl live in Southampton 22. Uh, uh, Gideon Gray and Lucian Phillips defeated Kid Like Us and Kid Like Us 2. Dan Maloney defeated Luke Jacobs. Michael Uku defeated Cameron Kai. And Will Ospreay defeated Leiden Buzzard. To Wisconsin in Midwest All-Star Heart of Warrior 3. This was a tape show, but we had Al Snow and Cal Hero defeating Ken Anderson and Miles Mora. Yeah, Ken Anderson and Al Snow on the same. Wow, okay. For the women's title three-way match, champion uh, Sierra defeated champion Laney Luck and Viva Van to, to become the champion. Eric Redbird, Redbeard, Team with Swaggle to defeat uh, Joey Avalon and Coda Jacobs. For the Impact World title, champion Joss Alexander defeated GPA. To retain, yeah. And then for their TV title in a steel cage match, champion Rampage Santana defeated the system. Defeated the system. <coughs> Sorry. Almost done, fans. On to Tuesday, February 21st, and Kenji Mudo's grand final. Uh, Last Love Hold Out from Noah. This show was, I wish I would have tried to watch it. Because the pre-show, eight-man tag, or eight-woman tag. Yu, Mio Yoshida, Rika Tatsumi, Shoka Nakajima, and Yuka Sakazaki defeated Maki Ito, Mio Watanabe, Mizuki, and Yuki Arai. Uh, in another pre-show, six-man tag, Anthony Green, Jack Morris, and Jake Lee defeated Takahashi Sergura, Timothy Thatcher, and Satoshi Kojima. All these names are just outstanding. And we had another ten-man ten tag, Chris Ridgway, Daga, Eita, Hayata, and Yoshinero Ogawa to defeat Alejandro, uh, Osusi Koteji, Janita Mirawaki, uh, Sika Yosiko, and Yohei. I destroyed those names. I'm very sorry for that. Still see good to see da Daga still in action. In a DDT showcase eight-man tag, Mao Shuma Katsumata, To Kojima, Yuki Uno uh, defeated Tatsuya Endo. Yuya, Yuya, Kuraku, 
Hideki Ogatani and Takahashi Masada. Now you know why I don't talk about Noah too much. Jeez. Uh, then we had Dr. Wagner Jr., Hewitt Marifuji, and Ninja Mac to defeat Diamante, Kai, and Shun Skywalker. Uh, yeah. Shumo Takahashi defeated Himakusha. Okada defeated Kaito Kiyomiya. Uh, and then in Keiji Muto's not-so-final match, uh, Tetsuya Naito defeated Muto. And quickly then after, uh, Muto put, uh, did a little uh, talk and challenged Masahiro Chono, who was on commentary. And then special referee Tiger Hattori came down and Chono tapped out Muto for his final match. We do believe it might be his final match, but... So Masahiro Chono defeated Kenji Muto in a minute 37. <laughs> so yeah, there you have it. God love wrestling, right? Uh, then finally, Wednesday, February 22nd, New Japan presents CML Fantastic Mania. They are back, so this should be fun. Cavernario, Viano third, and Okamuro defeated Dulce Gardenia, Tiger Mask, and Yo. In an eight man tag, Bushi, Hiromo Takahashi, Tatsuya Naito, and Titan uh, defeated Master Wado, Taguchi, Kosi Fujudu, Fujita, and Sobrano Jr. Acherio, Sho, and Templario defeated El Desperado, Ray Kamita, and Valador Jr. And then in the main event was Atlantis Jr. and Ultimo Guerrero defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi and Mysticos. Mystico. Phew. Wow. Sorry for the long cut. There was a lot to talk about. I want everyone to catch up on all the people that were at Warrior and all their matches that they participated in. Give them, I give them lots and lots of credit for all that travel. And so if you ever see them, really say thank you. Other than just getting an autograph and shaking their hand, just say thank you for all they do. They really do travel around a lot just to make us fans happy. So thank you once again to all them. Thank you everyone at Warrior. I do, it was just an awesome night. Fun to watch Steve and Eric standing right next to me for the main event and how excited they were during the show. Uh, that was that's something I'll never forget. So thank you again. Oh, hope you all enjoyed the cut. Until next week, uh, that's a wrap for me. I'm beat. Thank you for listening or watching. Uh, take care. Keep safe. Be kind to everyone. And enjoy your wrestling. All right, thank you, Charlie, as always. So the next segment up on the show is my kind of top, uh, yeah, just the, the people that I, I guess, am most, in, I don't know if impressed is the right word, but, uh, oh, hell, it's called the top five. So the top five this week uh, is... Yeah, they're all part of the same storyline, and it's honestly, in my opinion, the best storyline going right now uh, in WWE, maybe in wrestling as a whole, um, as it should be, because it's going to end up being the main event of WrestleMania, and that is the Bloodline storyline with Roman, Cody, Sammy, KO, and the Usos. That is that is my top five, because there's so many, so many layers to it. You got Cody, who... You know, was out for so long, 
with that injury, coming back, winning the Royal Rumble, being the, the number one contender, getting the main event shot at WrestleMania. You've got Roman, who's been champion, going on three years. That is unheard of in, in the, the current era of wrestling. I mean, you know, especially in WWE. I mean, the last few years, yeah, they've had guys holding titles longer, but 900-plus days for Roman Reigns, it, like I said, it's unheard of. So... You know, you've got that part. You've got Sami Zayn, who was part of that that bloodline for for a little while, but ended up, you know, staying staying true to himself and not uh, bending to just blindly following the the will of Roman Reigns. You got Kevin Owens, who's been fighting against the bloodline for for months, almost from the beginning, uh, with with Roman trying to you know get the get the titles off of him. You got the Usos, uh, specifically. Jey Uso, who, you know, was hesitant to join Roman from the get-go and, uh, you know, really only joined up with Roman uh, after Roman started threatening his his family and stuff like that. Then Jimmy Uso, who was injured when this whole thing started and then came back, joined up with the bloodline and, uh, you know, basically took over the tag team division with... uh, uh, with Jey Uso, now you've got Jey get, being hesitant again. You know, Roman trying to s- basically sick Jey on Sami Zayn, and he doesn't, you know, doesn't want to, didn't want to do it, and uh, you know, walked out at the uh, at the Royal Rumble when uh, you know when Sami turned on the Bloodline, and then you've got the, the kind of the wild card Solo Sokoa. I know I really didn't include him in the top five, but he's part of this too. Kind of the the newcomer came up from NXT, the uh, the the brother of the Usos. So there's just so many layers and so many moving parts to this. And you know, I think WrestleMania is where we're gonna see all of this get paid off. And it's you know just uh, just very one of the one of the more interesting storylines that WWE has had in recent years. So. You know, I'm definitely definitely digging this. So yeah, everybody involved in the uh, the bloodline storyline that is my. And then I, God, I forgot to even mention Paul Heyman. The promos that him and Cody have done. I mean, you know, we haven't even seen a face to face with Cody and Roman yet. You know, we've only seen Cody face to face with Paul Heyman, and the promos from those two have been epic. I mean, the one two weeks ago was insane. One of the best promos I've seen you know, this year so far. I mean, I called it the promo of the year, and I, I'll stand by that. So this is all building, like I said, towards that payoff at WrestleMania. So I, I'm i actually excited for WrestleMania this year. So, uh, I'm, you know, I have very high hopes for this, so I can't wait to see how it, how it all ends up playing out. So next up on the show... Um, yeah, normally this is where I throw in the fantasy booker, but I actually don't have one for this week. I didn't, you know, and I, I like to kind of put some time into it and really come up with, you know, a good fantasy type match. I just didn't have the time to sit down and do that this week. So I'm actually going to skip over the fantasy booker for this week just because I don't want to just randomly throw something together that that just doesn't seem fair to anybody. So uh, we're going to just roll into our final segment of the show where I give kind of a not-so-popular opinion or just kind of go on a rant about something I don't like, and that's called the Weekly Hot Take. All right, so this week's hot take. This is something I've been holding off talking about for a while because it's never going to go away. Never going to go away. 
So I figured why not just finally put my thoughts about it out there. Not like anybody cares, but, you know, the laugh emojis, the fucking laugh emojis on Facebook. Any wrestling post there is, unless it's about somebody passing away or something very serious, there's always the same six or seven or eight morons that have to respond with the laugh emoji. Whether it's AEW announcing their their new show coming out, or you know um, uh, Mercedes Monet talking about she wants she wants to wrestle Mickey James, or you know anything anything that a wrestling promotion or a wrestler posts on Facebook, it will be the same six or seven morons who have to respond with the laugh emoji. We get it. You're a fan of the other company because the WWE marks do it on AEW posts and AEW marks do it on WWE posts. Guys, you're not original. You're not cool. You're not edgy. You're a fucking moron. (laughs) Every time I see it, I click on it just to see the names and it's the same freaking names every time. (laughs) And and just why? 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 I mean, okay, you're not a fan of AEW. Why do you follow them then? Scroll past, unfollow them, block them if you don't like them. Best thing you can do if you don't like a company or a show or whatever is to not give it any attention. You know, that's literally the the main way to take money out of the pocket of the company you don't like is not to watch their shows. Because then they're not getting that that little one one millionth of a point in the ratings that you count for but other than that i i just i don't understand hate watching or hate following or you know following somebody on social media just so you can talk crap at them or or whatever it's ridiculous it's such a waste of, of energy and i mean how pathetic is your life if that's what you get joy from i mean come on you know, we're we're all wrestling fans here, guys. I mean, I've been a wrestling fan since I was five years old. I'm going to be 46 in two months. So, you know, I, I've been around this game a while. I've seen companies come and go. I've seen wrestlers come and go. And, you know, I just love wrestling. I don't care what it is, if it's in a 100,000-seat stadium or a 200 seat high school gym I don't care I love wrestling you know and that honestly that's what it should be about is just watch what you like ignore what you don't and move on with your life it's not that serious guys it's wrestling it's wrestling it's play fighting it's you know it's drama it's entertainment it's a television show so I don't know. It is what it is. Like I said, it's never going to go away. People are always going to hate watch. People are always going to think they're being cool by, oh, (laughs) I'm going to laugh at that. Uh, Whatever. You're idiots. You're just idiots. I'm sorry, but I don't know any other word for you. So that is going to wrap us up for this week. So uh, again, want to thank everybody for listening, watching, subscribing on YouTube, Podbean, or not even, God, Podbean, I haven't said that and I don't know when, we're not even on Podbean anymore, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from, look up Catch, Hook, and Shoot, you'll find the show, or head to our link tree, which is link tree slash Catch, Hook, Shoot, or scan this little QR code right next to me here, and you'll get links to our website, social medias, the YouTube channel, all the podcast platforms, Pro Wrestling Tees Store, and all that kind of fun stuff, and if you ever want to 
shoot us an email. It's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So with that, I'm going to sign off for this week. Hope everybody has a, has a great week, great weekend. Enjoy all the great wrestling coming up, and we will talk to you guys soon. Peace.